0: five four three two one you're now tuning in to true way gaming podcast hosted by one way soldier we answer your gaming related questions and talk about gaming related topics now available on major platforms like itunes spotify amazon music and others helping you game with a better understanding Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or you call me Carl, and here on True Way Gaming we talk about your gaming related questions. Well, answer your gaming related questions and talk about your game related topics. And what I like to see or what I've been excited for the past couple of years on uh, at the end of like Xbox One Life and, and PS4 and Coming to you know current gen, what I love to see is classic games being ported over to current gen, and also you know previous gen, the Xbox One and PS Four is previous, and a great example, you know we've seen what Sony did with the Jack and Dexter trilogy. We've seen the Jack and Dexter trilogy um, being sort of remastered. Well, they're the PlayStation Two versions, emulated PlayStation Two versions on the PS Four. Um, you know, two things to that one. Um, the PS4 and PS5 register those games as um, PS4 games, even though they are running PlayStation 2 emulation. Um, and then also it's really cool to see limited run games where they have did a limited run of the trilogy, so you could literally get again the PlayStation 2 Jack and Dexter, uh, one Jack, two Jack, three on a Blu-ray disc. And play it on your PS4 and PS5. And I think that's really cool. They also did a limited run of Red Faction. And also Destroyer Humans. um, Indigo Prophecy. And uh, Star Wars Republic Commando. But also porting down the Switch. And in other words, it's really cool that we've seen recently. Just these classic games from the PlayStation 2 era. uh, And original Xbox. Well, Gen 6, I should say. Um, And we've seen them just get to play them than ever before. And I love that idea. You know, obviously, I'm a retro gamer. I've expressed it plenty of times here on the show. Um, But it's even cooler to play it on a PS4 because there's also trophies. Something I wish Microsoft did. But that's not exactly the topic that I wanted to talk about today. What I wanted to talk about... I mean, I already gave a few examples, but I just... Yeah, wanted to talk about some of the highlights of, I guess... OG Xbox games and PlayStation 2 games that are currently being ported and some other games that I'm excited for. That that's well a game that it's coming I'm excited for. And what games I want to be brought back. And then also it leads me to sort of another topic. And you know, I'll get to that in a few moments here in this episode. So like I mentioned, Jack and Dexter trilogy. You could play it on E.P.S. Four. You could buy them digitally, and/or if you could track down, you know, go on eBay and, and track down a physical copy of Jack Two, Jack Three, Jack One. Um, also, Destroy Humans. And what I love about that too is like Destroy Humans. Not only we have the PlayStation Two version, right? Uh, sort of brought back onto the PlayStation Four, um, but also in Xbox backwards compatibility they. Um, brought that back through their back compat program, and also up-res it to four K and all HDR, and so if you you own the original Xbox, you know, copy, boom, pop that into your Xbox One and or Series X, and then boom, you have it. But what's also cool is that there's a remake of it, and I love that. It's a full on remake of it, and you know, I I really like take my hat off to THQ Nordic. THQ Nordic is one. I would say of the main publishers that is really going back to looking at their IP catalog and saying, man, what can we bring back? What can we remake to current gen? And I love that. And, you know, with the Destroy Humans, you know, THQ Nordic published, um, uh, you know, the, the remake of the Destroy Humans, and that, that was released on July 28th, 2020 and also part two was announced didn't give a release date on that yet but they have a announcement trailer of fully they're fully remaking destroy Humans 2 which is amazing which is so hyped about that and i love to I, i hope to see this trend so to speak not just from thq nordic but for other companies you know like blue point games for example they remade uh years ago shadow of colossus which i'm enjoying like i never got to play on a ps2 nor the ps3 when the hd collection came out but man playing on a ps4 and this may sound weird but when i play that game on the ps4 not only does it look like a modern game because obviously they remade it from the ground up and the visuals are just gorgeous and so breathtaking but i feel the passion behind the developer's vision for that game and I feel like it's a little weird, but I, I I feel like you don't feel that in a lot of games currently. And to me that's very sad to say that. You know, like now I feel like what games today is like moving cattle through, you know? It's everything is just oh man, we're gonna make this game and have it on time. I'm not and I'm not saying that there is no developers left, right, uh, that are making games uh that they're passionate about i mean obviously i i mean i think every game developer wouldn't be making games if they didn't have a passion for it um but in terms of franchises and certain uh ips i mean certain ips and certain companies like for example activision which i can't wait for them i can't wait for next year um when microsoft takes over and you know they have to report to Phil Spencer, because I think that's when we're gonna see passion behind Call of Duty. I mean, it's it hasn't been officially announced, but there's a big insider, um, you know, this insider information that uh 2023's Call of Duty is gonna be delayed for the first time in two decades. That's awesome, and and literally next year, either the beginning and or by June of next year, twenty twenty three, we are gonna see. Uh, Microsoft the, the deal will be completed and then boom Call of Duty is officially Microsoft's and they can have input and do whatever they want to do so by it being delayed next year I think that's perfect because then we get to see Microsoft step in and be like alright you guys if you guys need more time hey take your time if you guys need help we'll send the help etc and but yeah and my point in bringing up Call of Duty and stuff is just because literally Activision has made all their other studios full of talent all IP they have such a uh, amazing list of IPs, uh, but they have made every developing studio an assist studio for Call of Duty. And literally, I don't feel the passion behind it like I felt with Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the first one, back in 2007, where that literally changed the series. Because Call of Duty, obviously, was always World War II. And in 2007, when they went Modern Time, oh man, forget about it. Not only it was it a big change, but the game was amazing at its time. It was a change, a nice change of pace, and it was just a fluid, an amazing sh- shooter, you know. And, um, you know, they took that formula for like 20 years, and, you know, it feels a little stale, you know. Um, but now we get to see something different. And I like that. Um, but other games I mentioned uh, or I want to mention is that also Red Faction. Red Faction, um, you could buy the first Red Faction uh, PlayStation 4, uh, the PlayStation 2 version on the PS4. Um, or you could play it on your PS5, even, which is so cool because me, I have a physical copy of it. I could pop it into the PS5 and it's crazy. It's, it's a little weird to say this, but like I'm playing the PlayStation 2 game, but it's registered as a PS4 game on my PS5, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool, and then also seeing, um, Star Wars, Bounty Hunter, I also have a physical copy of that, Let me Run Games, again, it's a PlayStation 2 version on disc, but the disc itself is registered as a PS4 game, um, and I, I just hope that, and also, uh, Star Wars Republic Commando, and I, I just hope that we, I, I want to see more, I want to see more games like that, in other words, games from early 2000s, and, you know, like, not only just being, re- well, definitely remastered, of course. Especially, like, on Xbox, I will would see some games, you know, with, with achievements. But I think, yeah, I, I just love that we get these beloved games from, you know, Gen 6. And, you know, have it, even though it's just a, a, a the PlayStation 2 version, I love that it's preserved on a Blu-ray disc. And that's when I want to see more or and or a Nintendo Switch cartridge. Uh like Star Wars Republic Commando. You could uh, there's actually a double pack where you get Star Wars Racers and Star Wars Republic Commando on um both on one disc and or on one cartridge. And to me I love that. I love that so much. And um Yeah, and also like for example, just uh uh, other games that I played, for example, or I love see back, you know, I'm gonna list some original Xbox <laughs> games now. Is Rogue Trooper. Rogue Trooper, um, also released on a PlayStation 2, but back in, um, 2005, October 18th, there you go. October 18th, 2005, it released on, um, the, no, no, I'm no, my bad. October 17th, October 17th, 2006. Uh, That's when the the Rogue Trooper Redux... Sorry for the long pauses, guys. I'm sorry. I'm over here mixing up my dates. I'm sorry. (laughs) But 2006, in other words, it released on the original Xbox, PlayStation 2, Rogue Trooper. And it's cool that... Excuse me. Back in 2017, we had a complete remake of the game, Rogue Trooper Redux, um, which released on October 17th, 2017. Um for the ps4 and the, the xbox one and man i bought that game and i i beat it and literally i i you know i have such a back catalog right a backlog of games but when i got that game and i was like man i want to like i played the first mission or whatever and i was like man this is fun you know like like obviously i, I don't know if it's like that's a game that i highly recommend people play just because, you know, it's the original Xbox game and, and to me it's genuinely fun. It's genuinely fun. Um, but I know there's a lot of gamers or modern gamers today that you know they expect games to be played like Call of Duty. You know, and or, or they expect um how should I say, they may feel like the game might be I could see why people may feel that the game may feel out outdated, I guess. But for me, when I played it, it was it's completely fun. It's completely fun, and I feel like man, this is the I, I feel the passion behind the project, you know, from our Rebellion Games and stuff. And for them to bring that back to a current generation, well, previous, um, <clears throat> it's I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Highly recommend it. And um, especially this next game, Stubbs the Zombie, a rebel without a pulse, and. That came out on the original Xbox. It was original Xbox exclusive uh, back in um, October eighteenth, two thousand five, and it's really dope that we received the remaster um, in two thousand last year, twenty twenty one, and to me that is uh, you know I, I had it on the original Xbox, and what I loved about this game is that I remember it was announced that it was being made with the Halo engine. Um, this game also features cooperative, and it and it's similar to like Halo Combat Evolved. When a player dies, um, they, there's like a bird's eye view of spectating the other person, um, and in other words, you see the the Halo engine all up in there. Uh, but obviously, the game feels like its own game. You're playing as a zombie, and it's also funny too. It's also funny. It was unique and uh, definitely unique at at, at the time, uh, because you don't really like obviously you see a lot of games or shooters that you take a role as a survivor shooting zombies, but you never really see games or seen games at that time. Um, even till today, um, where you're playing as a zombie attacking humans, you know, and actually have a story to it. So, um, playing this, you know, in two, you know, 2022 now, cause you know, I play it, I'm not finished with the game yet, <laughs> but when it came out last year, late last year, it, it's um it's very refreshing to see it's very refreshing because i love this game back on the original xbox i thought it was very cool and picking it up again playing it and uh i'm not sure i think it's a 4k i'm not sure if it's a 4k or it's 1080p but playing it at 60 frames to where the original xbox it was at 30 frames and also a reason to play it again because uh now that it has achievements. And the achievements are very fun and easy to get. <laughs> I like that, and and also just you know, I was a kid when I played the original Xbox version, but now playing it as an adult, oh wow, it's like, like I understand a lot of the jokes. You know, it's very funny to me. Um, and again, it just feels like it, it makes me feel. I don't know it may sound weird because you know it's a, it's a zombie game, but it's a, it's a cartooning game. It, it's not a serious game like like, you know, it's not like Back for Blood or anything. You know or or even left for dead you know it's it's this game is literally a comedy and um but it, it, you know it, it makes me feel like a kid playing it again, playing it in modern time and that's what I love and, you know it, it reminds me like that feeling is what made me, Love video games. You know. Playing a game. And having a fun time. Where I don't have to worry about. Microtransactions. Or. Or monetizing it. Or. You know. Games. Felt broken. You know. I don't have to worry about. uh, Day one release of a game. And it's broken. Glitchy. Um. Or. Day one patches. You know. Or anything like that. Literally. It's just. It's a remaster. Made by Aspire. I give them props. It's, It's a good remaster. And it works. Day one. And. Um you know, I give them props, you know, just bringing back a, a beloved game of mine, and literally, I, I I have fun, I have fun, and I wish, man, I had that feeling in games today, and to be honest, it's a little hard to find that, you know, it's a little hard to find, that. I'm not saying that there's no games I'm into today, like, I picked up Elden Ring, very fun title, I'm gonna beat that, it's very, very fun, um, um, you know, and I, I have, other, you know, I made an episode of uh, uh, with Tony of my back catalog that that I'm tackling and stuff. You know, so I'm not saying there is no games with passion today, and I'm not saying there's no games I'm into, but man, stuff the zombies, and, and also just Rogue Trooper, and uh, the Jack, you know, Jack Two, those games bring a, a certain feeling in my heart that I'm like, man, like this is, this is to me what made me fall in love with gaming, and I, I wish I had that with modern games today but i I don't and uh and especially too i love also and i I bug out too that uh, i think it was a last year yeah december 3rd 2021 um we've gotten quake remastered which is crazy um the the quake from 1996 you know all the way 1996 and boom 2021 you know it got remastered 4k 60 frames um online multiplayer um cross-platform you know kudos to uh Man, the deep style. I think deep, deep dive studios remaster. I love them, man. They're on a awesome trend, and um, that studio is dedicated to bringing all the all games back. You know. Sorry about that. I think my my phone, uh, my phone went off. So I'm fixing this real quick. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, I'm happy that that re- remaster came. It's awesome. And one, two. Games, I-, I called it the blast from the past. That I'm excited it's coming in the year 2022. Um, uh, actually, well, this one game is not confirmed for this year, but uh, Chrono Cross, Chrono Cross, um, the, the Radical Dreamer edition, which is set to release on April 7th, 2022, and it's going to be released on PlayStation 4. Xbox One, it's on a Switch and PC, and I'm very excited because I remember playing this game. Well, I actually on the PlayStation, the PlayStation One era, I mostly me I didn't really play games. I watched my brother play a game, so I, I watched my brother play Contra Cross, and just the story, the characters, I loved it. I loved, uh, everything about the game, I was like, oh man, like, just the the world of it, um, I love it, you know, and that's one game that I always remember, and, you know, I always treasure treasure that memory, because, um, I I love watching my brother play, so when this game got announced recently, and it's releasing this year, I'm telling you, I I was screaming, I was like, yo, it's crazy, and, uh, but this time, now that I'm old enough to understand, um, what's going on fully, and, and, understand i guess or able to understand how to play the game <laughs> now i'm excited to dive in it to me this is like a day one purchase right here and um and it's crazy that you know this game released back on the playstation one like i mentioned in 1999 it has a sequel to chrono trigger and i know this game at that time um how should i say fans liked it But yet it was sort of a disappointment because the story was told, uh, the the story was very distant from Chrono Trigger. And Chrono Cross, uh, especially a lot of beloved characters from Chrono Trigger, um, you know, they had, you find out Chrono Cross, I do believe that some of those, you know, what happens to certain characters, beloved characters, whatever. Uh, Me, I never played Chrono Trigger. Hopefully that, that don't sound blasphemy. Uh, Chrono Trigger also released in uh, 1995, um, but I'm excited to, you know, dive into Chrono Cross, you know, and, and I don't know, if I beat Chrono Cross, um, maybe I will, you know, jump into Chrono Trigger, because <laughs> I know Chrono Trigger is on the DS, I do believe, I don't think the, man, I looked that up now, I'm not sure if they released it on the Nintendo Switch, but I know it's on the Nintendo DS, so I'll probably have to track down a copy I know it's probably not going to be cheap because, again, that's a, a very very one of the best JRPGs ever made, um, in a lot of places. Say that. So, but anyway, Chrono Cross, April seventh. Fan of Final Fantasy seven, definitely gonna love this, and um, I, I, I'm so excited for that. I'm so beyond uh, excited. And then another game that was announced that last year. Now this game, to be honest, I'm a little. Concern. I'm a little concerned because it's a Ubisoft title, <laughs> so I'm I'm excited because it's a Ubisoft game, and then I'm really nervous and keeping my excitement down because it's a Ubisoft game. <laughs> and that game is Splinter Cell Remake. They're remaking the first Splinter Cell, so it, it's I'm excited. You know, uh, right now on the Xbox uh, One or Series X, well. Xbox One X and Xbox Series X you're able to play the the whole entire of Splinter Cell series even the ones on the original Xbox like Double Agent um uh was it Pandora Tomorrow uh Chaos Theory the first Splinter Cell right etc you get to play them at 4K uh 4K resolution auto HDR um so you get to play them as better ever before um but what I am like to see uh, what I am excited to see is not just the resolution, but to see how they make the graphic fidelity. You know, came a long way in the graphics. I can't wait to see the game be the graphics totally being remade to to standards. You know, um, and the details on Sam Fisher, how he looks in his suit, uh, the HDR reputation in terms of when you activate night vision and um, areas, even even the, the dark areas that you sneak by. And also to see how can they improve the gameplay. Are they going to make the gameplay uh, play sort of like um, Splinter Cell Blacklist? Which I wouldn't mind. I love Splinter Cell Blacklist. I love the way that game played. To me, that felt the best, in my opinion, um, across all Splinter Cell games. Um, Or, yeah, are they going to allow that to be optional? Are they going to give an option where you can have the original Splinter Cell controls? Where I think you press X to apply your pistol, whatever. um, Or... And then you could switch to Blacklist. So, you know, I'm very curious about that. But I remember speaking to Tony. And I remember he, he, he said something that stuck with me. Right? And to me, it makes sense. It makes sense. And, uh, and I, it just stuck with me because he said, if Ubisoft, they're bringing back a beloved classic. To me, that means he found a way On how to monetize it. And when he said that to me. I'm like oh snap. (laughs) I'm like wait a second. You know that is so true. That is so true. Because I mean every game. You look at Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon is the biggest example. Ghost Recon. That is a beloved franchise. That runs deep. That is even back on. The PlayStation 2. Maybe even further than that. On the old PCs. Right. Ghost Recon. And. You look at from the 6th Gen era. Even older than that. Um, and then you look at. What they made Ghost Recon today. With Breakpoint alone. You know because Ghost, uh, Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands. That was good. You know definitely a change of pace. I, I think hardcore fans weren't too happy about that. But they the identity of Ghost Recon was still in there. Mixed with a change. Right. Breakpoint. Breakpoint. They advertised it one way, which seemed exciting. But then... I mean, what was completely absent from the trailer... The fact that it was a looter shooter. And literally, they killed a franchise. And so bad... That even just a couple of weeks of the game being released... The game went down to like 10 bucks on sale. Like, the the price is dropping. And and they admit, they failed. They failed, and they're trying to keep this game alive... With updates and stuff like that. But I still do believe, to my knowledge um, it's still a disaster, and I hope this will be a turning point, and, and that's a problem with Ubisoft games today, is that they make a, all their games now similar, you know, like, this game has the identity of Far Cry, Far Cry is borrowing from this game, you know, Um Assassin's Creed, they they put Far Cry elements in Assassin's Creed, and then vice versa, you know, it's just, yeah, so in other words, I'd like to think that maybe how bad Ghost Recon was, hopefully the team talk among themselves and been like, you know what? Let's bring back a classic and, and uh you know, we need we need to change our image a little bit. I like to think that that's me giving them a benefit of the doubt, but then again, Ubisoft has continuously to prove the opposite of what I think. So I don't know. So in other words, I'm excited. It's so first Splinter Cell game. I love Splinter Cell. Big fan of the franchise. But at the same time, I'm nervous. So I am excited for that. And again, that's a game for the 6th gen era to current gen. Like, you know, being remade for current gen. Super excited about that. And uh, oh, and also, like, I forgot to mention. And I don't mean to sound like all over the place, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that uh, Shadow Warrior 3. Shadow Warrior 3 just came out on March 1st. Um, yeah like oh so four, like four days ago so it came out four days ago or three days ago whatever um, and that game is a, a remake well the, the series of shadow warrior is a remake a reboot um, of the original series so because the, the first shadow warrior it, it played a lot it was really cool it played a lot like the original doom uh, but in my opinion better uh, in terms of weaponry. Um, and again you play as a ninja. So you have a katana. And shurikens. And you know. Uh, how should I say. You know martial arts. And, and guns and stuff like that. I love it. I wish they made that original port. Onto current gen. I would love to see that. But uh, yeah. That. The Shadow Warrior game. Featured back in May 13th. 1997. So it's crazy that they rebooted the franchise. I do believe. In two thousand and. Man, i don't remember this, uh, if it's 13 or 15. In recent years. <laughs> uh, and now we're up to the third installment of Shadow Warrior. So I- I'm happy to see that, you know what, they changed it. Uh, not that anything was wrong with the originals, but they changed it to the better. And you see with every entry so far, um, they experimenting To where Shadow Warrior 1, highly praised. You know, you first person, you're a ninja. Um, again... They kept the same concept but made the game modern. Part two, they made it to uh, like a looter shooter, but that game had over 78 weapons, I think. Um, I didn't like the. To me, they were really stingy on the upgrades. So, what I mean by that is you could pick up an upgrade and equip it to a gun, and uh, the upgrade could be like, oh, this weapon, uh, this upgrade raises your damage by 20%, but you will have. 50% 50% less health. You know, like something something crazy like that. I, I liked how they did that. But I love the weapons in there. It was still a fun game. That game was four players cooperative. I played it with my buddy uh uh shout outs Kelvin, you know. And uh still had a blessed time on that. And in part 3, fortunately, I do believe to my knowledge they stripped out the cooperative feature. Um they made it more story driven, which is awesome. You know, I love the story driven. Sad they stripped out the co-op. Um but they made the game like Doom. So, uh, or the, the gameplay style like Doom as to where, uh, you have, uh, a limited amount of weapons. Um, you could upgrade them for, um, alternate fires and stuff. Um, but when you run out of ammo, you would switch to your katana and execute an enemy in order to get more ammo. And I, you know, I love that. A lot of people complain, oh, this is a ripoff of Doom. No, no, me, you know, Doom and Doom Eternal, me, I don't play that game. I, I I don't touch those games. Uh to me it's very heavy in symbolism, very heavy and uh yeah, you know, I, I don't want to play a game and I see pentagrams all over the screen. you, you know what I mean? And some people, you know, may argue, yeah, oh, but just a game and you know, but me, you know, that's uh the game is too dark for me. You know, that's that's just my opinion. You know? I, I don't I don't really play games like that. Um <clears throat> so but the gameplay though Um, looks fun. The gameplay looks fun, When you know, saying trailers and stuff, um, fast-paced action, again, execution or whatever like that, you know, it looks fun, so I'm glad that I can play Shadow Warrior 3, and it's, you know, it's, it's the similar gameplay, but I don't have to worry about pentagrams, I don't have to, you know, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's, it's a more comedic, you know, cartoony, uh look to it and you know i know i'm excited to jump in a shadow warrior 3 not sure when i'll play it but you know in other words yeah this is a classic franchise rebooted and again the third storm it just came out and it's cool that we're up to part three it didn't flop or anything so i'm excited about that now the next thing that i wanted to get into or i should say uh you know the the games that i want to be brought back and there's particularly two games, and then there is sort of a, a a concluding point that I wanted to make. And so, games that I, you know, I, I said that, uh, you know, games that are coming up, I'm very excited to see the Chrono Cross and a Splinter Cell, right? But these are two games that, there's two other games that I really wish that we've gotten. That they're, they've been, it looks like canceled. Still possibly could happen, but canceled. One of those games is Black 2. So, I think you mentioned, you know, I I spoke about Black um, on the show here uh, before, but to me, that is one of the best first-person shooters ever made, you know, uh, it's, it's, Back on the PlayStation Two, the original Xbox, again the graphical fidelity in that game, the explosions, the gr- graphical, uh, the 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 graphical fidelity, I mean, and then also just every gun, the, the, every gun feels like it has power. Every gun, um, how every gun feels, looks, reacts, <clears throat> was superb, and there is uh, a big fan base on that. Um, and I even played on my series, I played on my series X, um, I'm actually going through the game again, even though there's no achievements, but I'm going through the game and I'm just like, man, this game is fun, you know? And again, I have that feeling of when I was a kid, you know, um, playing that game in auto HDR, playing it in 4k and it's just, the game still holds up significantly well today. And that's a game on original Xbox. Like it's using if, well, the system thinks is running the original Xbox code, but cold, but it's. In 4K, Auto HDR. I'm telling you, that game still looks beautiful today. And um, a matter of fact, believe it or not, I've seen Xbox One games that look so bad compared to Black. But in other words, that was back in 2006, and Black Two, Black was going to have a sequel called Black Two, and uh, because you know, especially the ending of the first one. Sort of cliffhanger ish, and <clears throat> there was a it was in development, it was announced that it was in development, um, right for you know a 2007, 8, whatever. Uh, but then it just went quiet and went quiet. But then what's really cool is that it was not really cool, so <laughs> I'm all over the place. Sorry, it, it went quiet for a while, but then. January 5th, 2015, um, it was announced that, uh, Black 2 is a canceled sequel to, uh, Criterion Games 2006 shooter. Black, which was, uh, being worked on by the same developer, um, by the same developer for a publisher and IP older Electronic Arts. So, for whatever reason, they canceled it. EA canceled it. um, but then, a few years later, um, I was doing some research, or whatever, and then Gaming Bolt actually did like an article on this and even a video on this to uh, why you know Black Two was canceled. Where is it, right? I think there was like what happened to Black Two, um, and. Um, Just a quick, quick, quoting a part of the article here on GamingBolt.com. And again, you can watch the video and read it uh, yourself, GamingBolt. And it says, according to an interview conducted a while back, co-creator and designer of Black, um, Start Black, I think that's how you pronounce his name, S-T-U-A-R-T, Black, um, did admit that plans for a sequel to Black were definitely a thing for a while, but were were ultimately... Scrapped because of differences between Shred and Electronic Arts, which is a shame. So because of creative differences, and you know we know EA. I'm sure EA, you know, try to change up stuff and and ruined it and etc. So yeah, I give him props for like you know what this ain't happening rather than taking a risk of an amazing title being you know uh, reputation being destroyed. Um. So you know it got canceled, very sad. But you know technically, it still can happen. So what I mean by that is Criterion, you know they, uh, you know they they still work at EA. You know the uh, I'm not sure the original developer team is at Criterion Games, but they are there, and if EA wanted to, because they own the IP, they could give it to Criterion Games. Obviously, Criterion Games has not worked on a shooter for years. They've only been working on Need for Speed games, unfortunately. So, it looks like EA is not letting that up anytime soon, unless there's a change in the leadership. But, but, you know, I say that, but at the same time, EA gave the okay for Death Space 1 to be completely remade and we never thought that would happen now yes black is an older game so you know but it's a beloved game so was death space a very beloved game and that's why they're remaking it so there's still hope there's still hope honestly I, I can't wait to see when the death space remake comes out because then we get to see if it's strictly single player. I mean, but then again, also EA they gave the okay to respawn games to make Jedi Fallen Order, and there was no monetizations for that. Uh They didn't add no loot boxes uh, and stuff to the game. It's single. It's strictly single player, and it's a flawless. It's an amazing game, amazing title. It did very well. It took the fan base by surprise. People didn't realize or didn't. Didn't expect EA to stay true to the single-player experience, right? <laughs> and then also we have Death Space Remake. So, I don't... I wouldn't put it off just yet. It's possible. It's possible that EA, they're starting to change. You know? As of right now, they still are terrible. with. I mean, Battlefield 2042... Um, and you know the campaign for that got strapped <laughs> um but the higher-ups you know they, they ruined that game the higher-ups definitely ruined the game they didn't give the developers enough time i truly i know that's what happened um so again they still need work they still need change in leadership hopefully the failure of that game um causes change in leadership i really hope so because if i was an investor of ea i'll be very disappointed matter of fact I, I would be like man why am i even investing in this company and it sucks because, you know, it hurts my heart because, again, back in the early 2000s, EA made amazing, some amazing games. Like I said, two thousand, you know, we just spoke about Black and then even Dev Jam Fight for New York, you know, and, you know, and, and they weren't afraid. I actually made an episode of that, of, of I think, strictly about EA and their IPs that I would love to see, you know, and I, I went way back to a lot of titles that I quoted um, and, and named. And it just sucks that, you know, how should I say It sucks how they are today, but at the same time, still see hope. I still see that they're changing, and hopefully they would they change faster. (laughs) And then the second game and the last game is Turok Two. Now you got you're probably wondering, you know, Turok Two. That's that's cool. We got a remaster of that. Uh, like. Two years ago. What are you talking about, man? Now, I'm not talking about the remaster that was um, developed by... uh, Excuse me. Not the the Nintendo 64 classic, Turok 2. And that was remade by Deep Dive Studios. Even though I love that. I'm happy we got that. Yes. I was actually... I wanted that for years. And my prayer has been answered. Because I wanted Turok 1 and Turok 2 remastered. The classic ones. But... What I'm talking about, I'm talking about the 2008 Turok that released back on the PlayStation 3. I believe it was released in 2008. But yeah, back on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And um, yeah, that game was based on the comic book Turok. So there's a comic book where... Uh Turok is like a space marine, crash land on the planet, the planet, you know, is jungles and it's still there's dinosaurs, right? There's dinosaurs and you find out there's you know uh, laboratory stuff that made dinosaurs, etc. And a wolf pack, etc. Awesome story to me. I loved it. I know a lot of fans at that time. Um that game still sold well. That game sold well. The hardcore fans of Turok, they were disappointed. I mean, man, where's the weapons? You know, they change up Turok, He's, he doesn't look like an Indian, he looks like a space marine, etc. But that game was based on the comic book series, and I guess that's what people didn't know. Um, which was also successful. So, that game sold well, and a sequel. It's funny because it was never announced that, uh oh yeah, a, a sequel to Turok 2 is happening. Um, it's, it's literally weird. It was announced, the, the cancellation of the project was announced. Um, before it was ever announced. So, I'm um, quoting a, a quick article here from Eurogamer. Um, they, they, they made an article on this. And I quote, Turok 2, um, the intended sequel to the 2008 PC... Oh, sorry, I was right. PC, PlayStation 3, and Xbox... Actually, I didn't know that game came out on PC. Yeah, I might look into that. Yeah, I want to buy it on PC. Uh, PC, PS3, and uh, the Xbox 360 reboot of Turok was canceled by Disney. Um back in two thousand and nine. So that's crazy. Well wow. so uh two thousand eight the game came out and then they were developing a sequel in two thousand nine. It's crazy. But anyway, <clears throat> yeah, Reboot of Turok was cancelled by Disney back in two thousand nine before it was even announced. The Vancouver based developer Propaganda Games was at the time also working on an action RPG, Pirates of the Caribbean um, Armanda of the Damned. That too was canceled. After the release of Tron Evolution in 2010, the studio closed down. And I was sad. The studio closed down. And it's crazy. So it breaks my heart that it was canceled. Uh, propaganda Games, you know, the, the closed down. And also it was at that time frame where people heavily speculated too, which I'm pretty sure is what happened. Over 70 employees were... Let go. And a lot of those employees wor- was working on Turok too. And I, I do believe that's what fe- heavily if, uh determined the cancellation with Disney did um as well. And then uh, obviously 2010, the-, the studio as a whole just closed down. Which really sucks. Really, really sucks. So, and I want this back, man. I, I really, I'm a big fan of Turok. The classics and the modern cl- Turok. Uh, that's all I'll call it. And... But with this game, I also have hope because it looks like Disney is in control, um, or if, if I'm understanding correctly, um, to my knowledge, it looks like Disney could improve, um, approve. Excuse me, that game again. Um, I know propaganda games was was. Uh, I, I'm not. I don't think they own that title. I think Disney owns that Turok IP, uh the monitor. And then Yeah, and then, you know, they, they told propaganda names cancel. Uh so in other words, I like to think that Disney, praise the Lord, could possibly hand it off to another studio underneath the belt. And yeah, I'm I'm gonna stay hopeful for that. I, I'm gonna stay hopeful for that, especially I hope there's an outcry for that. Because also the I mean, it was just recently announced in Nintendo's Direct that uh, Star Wars, the the Force Unleashed, the first one is getting, is sort of not remade, but remastered onto the Switch because it's the Wii version, and it's going to have the multiplayer that was only featured on the Wii on the Nintendo Switch, so, yeah. But anyway, my point is, it's old game, I thought Force Unleashed would we'll never see that again, <laughs> and they are bring, bringing it back, and yes, it's Star Wars, very different, it's Star Wars. And then they brought back Republic Commando and, and Jedi Outcast. Jedi uh, Academy and stuff. So it looks like they're really looking back in their old Star Wars catalog. And bringing them back to current gen. Which is awesome because EA failed terribly. But that's a whole nother conversation. But my point, my hope is. I hope that we could definitely see. That we will definitely see. a return of Turok 2. Modern Turok 2. I believe that it could be resumed. And... Matter of fact, I'm a, I'm gonna uh pray for that, you know, before I go to bed tonight. So yeah, <laughs> amen. So I, w- I wanted to share that with you, just to give a little history on that, and those are two games I really want to see. And my ending conclusion, um, you know, I'm overall what this this episode was about is just naming some of the games that you know I love that some of the games I grew up with, grew up playing seeing it being remastered, remade, um, just ported over to current gen. And that's something that I really hope uh well, excuse me that, that I'm sure of. It's obviously it's working. There's there's games coming out all over the place. Uh remakes and stuff being ported over to current gen. And I hope we continue to see we continue to see that for years to come. And another thing excuse me not well not another thing, but with that being said, I'm very excited for the Sony uh, Project Spartacus that is being heavily uh rumored because it hasn't been announced by Sony and but at this point we know it, it's 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 heavily it's pretty much we know it's gonna happen. And the reason why I say that is because it was uh shown today um or I am not sure a couple of days ago or so that well right now let's say if you're a subscriber to PlayStation Plus, right? And you're also a subscriber to PlayStation Now. If you were to go on your computer and go to your subscriptions, instead of it naming, uh, listing PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, it would show you PlayStation Plus twice. So uh, I don't think that's an accident. I think really soon, you know, with this rumor, we're, we're definitely going to see PlayStation Now views in, uh, fuse into PlayStation Plus, and it's going to be a tier. I truly believe we're going to see that. I think we're going to see uh, PlayStation Plus, you know, the, the basic tier, the, I forgot the names of it, medium tier, and then the, you know, a third tier that includes PlayStation Now and maybe some extra stuff. And um, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm really excited for that because, and why I'm connecting it to this episode in particular is because, because with PlayStation Now, you could play PlayStation 2 games, you could stream PlayStation 3 games, um, right, etc. But I hope that with this service, we will get to see more PlayStation Two because they don't have all the PlayStation Two games on there. Or I'm talking about all the the fifty something games, um, that you're able to buy in a PlayStation Store. They have a handful of games, not all of them. So they don't have like the Warriors on the service or you know Manhunt, Max um, Payne, etc. Just to name a few. So with this service that's going to release, I hope that we get to see. More of a catalog for PlayStation 2 games. And I hope that we can even see PlayStation 3 games, but we get to play it natively. I hope that we get to download it onto the console and play it natively. Um, I really hope we get to see that. Because even then, I think it was like a couple of months ago, it was even spotted someone browsing the PlayStation Store. And they even saw the PlayStation 3 icon of, uh, what was it? I think it was like Dead or Alive. Uh, I forgot which one. Was it Dead or Alive 5? I think it was Dead or Alive 5. But it showed the PlayStation 4 version. And then it showed the PS3 version. Um, and then a couple of other games. I think like Resistance uh, 3 as well. And that's really awesome. So in other words, with, with this service, I hope they bring back more classic titles. Not e- not only just for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2, but PlayStation 1 games. We can have access as well, I hope. Um, and, and get to relive those classics. Now with that being said, I, I don't like, you know, obviously it's working for other people for me. I don't like I I don't like the fact that the industry has moved to a rental model that moved away from the ownership model. I don't like that at all. You know, like like with the Nintendo Switch, you're you're paying a subscription uh thirty five was it $35 a, uh, a year. I forgot how much. But you're paying a yearly subscription so you could have access to s- basically stream Nintendo 64 games. And uh yeah, I don't, you know, I don't like that. You know, like and, and they're not because you know, Nintendo's previous servers like the Wii U, the Nintendo Wii, you're able to buy digitally Nintendo 64 versions of games, even Game Boy Advance, even uh became with color games, etc. You know, so now Nintendo, obviously they're shutting down the Wii U store, and a couple of months from now you can't even buy anything on there. And there's no plans to make them available on the Switch unless they do a service thing where all right you could pay fifty dollars a year. You could play you know um not only sixty four games but maybe GameCube games and I just don't like that. They are not making it available to buy and I'm I'm a little concerned that Sony will go the same route. You know what I'm saying? Like, because what's cool is that Xbox, right, with Game Pass, you have access to, um, you know, some Xbox One games and 360 games, whatever, you, and you could download them and play them natively. But also you have the option to buy it. They're not locked in the, you know, behind the description per se. If you just want, if you don't want to make the commitment to buy games individually, you could just pay for the service and then you have access to all of them, right? Well, not all of the original Xbox games, but you know what I mean. And especially if you have the disc, you could just pop it in, boom. You don't have to buy the game twice. And I I really hope that we get to see that with Sony with PlayStation 3 games. I doubt we're going to see that with PlayStation 1 games because, you know, the the CDs and stuff. Um, But it will be nice if they have an option where you get to buy them and you can play them natively on or emulated version of those games on the PS5. I would really love to see um, but I would love to see, though, we could play natively, or I want to see exactly natively, but some sort of what Xbox does is you could pop in a blue, uh, PlayStation 3 game in the PS5, and then boom, there you go. You have access to the game. Um, you don't have to buy it twice. I would love to see that because I would love to play Resistance 3. I haven't finished that game, but I would love to finish the game on a PS5. That would just be amazing and look so good, even though Sony doesn't really have talented engineers like microsoft it's not a crack on them it's just a fact they don't have top talented you know microsoft is a software company primarily so sony they haven't been the best at that so but hopefully i'll change and yeah so that will conclude my thoughts on this episode uh you know what do you think are you is there any um uh, og xbox games and places two games that or just you know doesn't have to be ps2 but like old games that have that was from the past has been ported to current gen um or previous gen on xbox one ps4 current time that you love playing or even on pc um do you agree with me on some of these games what are some of your thoughts on games that i mentioned what are some games that you would just like to talk about as well you could uh leave a comment or whatever you're watching um you could uh if you have a question or a topic you want me to uh, discuss and or answer here on the show uh, you could send your question at twgpquestions@gmail.com. at gmail.com make sure you write your uh, make sure you write your uh, leave your name um, so that I could properly address you here on the show and also make sure you write a question and or topic on the subject line of the email um, if you don't want to send an email uh, you could also contact me through Twitter you could tweet at me and Uh, tweet at me a question and or a topic that you want me to discuss here or answer on the show um and then also i am on instagram as well true way gaming uh podcast you can find me uh, follow me on instagram i know there's not i didn't post anything on there yet please bear with me i'm so sorry so so sorry Uh, i'm working on that um you know what i'm just gonna do it make that commitment I'm going to post something up on Instagram tomorrow. I have to do it. Uh, and then also, um, yeah, also I'm on YouTube. Um, you can follow the True Way Gaming Podcast on YouTube. Subscribe, uh, leave a like um, or a thumbs down. That's okay. Um, and also just, again, wherever you're following. You know, if you're listening to me on your favorite podcasting app, like Spotify or Amazon Podcast or um Google Podcast, Apple, you know, etc. Um, I'm on all major platforms. You know, please, follow me, subscribe, tell your friends and family about it. Um, if your friends and family want to uh, tune into an, a, you know, a podcast where they can interact with the podcaster, you know, definitely tell them about True Way Gaming. And uh, and again, I appreciate all your support. And, and again, thank you so much for blessing me with your time. I hope you have a blessed day. I love you guys. God bless you. Uh, Jesus loves you. My name is One- Way Soldier and this is the end of my transmission. Mew.